Oprah Winfrey said, I have a lot of things to prove to myself. One is that I can live my life fearlessly. And here's the thing. This is what I hold true for myself. And this is what I want for all of you. Whether you struggled with relationships, confidence, motherhood, or anything in between, know that being fearless and trusting your inner being will get you through it all. Now, I'm not an expert at life, but I am a black, millennial, married, poly, angel mom, so I have a lot to say about it. And I know it'll help someone, which is why I started this podcast. Oh, where are my manners? Hi. I'm Tatiana, and this is Here's the Thing. Hi, friend. It's been a while. (laughs) My God, it's been a long time. Um, And I'm sorry it took so long for me to jump back in with another episode. Um, But how so much, so much has happened and um, there's a lot that I am going to share with you all and then there's some things that I got to leave a surprise because we're still making it happen. Um, But last I talked to you, I think it was November and um, or December or something like that Um, and then now um, we are in June, so we'll just call this season two, okay? Um, and in this episode of Here's the Thing, I want to talk about um, being poly. I want to talk about being poly and uh, being a part of this world. This non-monogamy world is really not for the uh, the week and. I think that there needs to be um, a little bit more explanation as to as to like what kind of a person you need to be in order to be a part of this world because I feel like a lot of people um, you know judge it first off see it from the outside and they think that it is um, I don't know something cool a fun thing to do whatever they see um the perks quote unquote but it's almost always sexual and they don't see the um the perks that are non-sexual and the real reason why people become poly um so let me just give a little breakdown so the non-monogamy world is has a plethora of different kinds of people involved in there. Um, non-monogamy is literally, as it sounds, it just means that you're in a relationship with someone or someones, and um, it's just you've decided that uh, you're going to be doing something consistently with more than one person, right? And how you do that is, is, is there's so many different types of non-monogamy um one of them is being a swear and people talk about all the time so that's like a couple that goes out and they um swap partners with another married couple um or they have like parties where everybody kind of just swings basically 
they just having sex with whomever is there, right? And they're okay, and they go home with their partner. And that's cool. Um, and there's a lot of ways people try to stay safe doing that. Um, if that is your world, then there's being in an open relationship and or open marriage. And being in open relationships or open marriage is basically um, you do have one primary committed partner. and But you and your partner make the rules as to which one of you guys or if it's both of you guys that will be um, dating um, not seriously with other people but dating and or having sex with um, other people outside of your primary relationship Um, and that's called being in an open relationship and more often than not usually you're not serious with your extra dates it's you just liking to date other people um like i said that's usual um and then there's being poly so being polyamorous has a lot of things underneath that too but um being polyamorous is less and less and less and less i can't emphasize this enough about the sexual component and it is way more about the relationship the um human spiritual connection with more than one individual being poly is like the olympics of non-monogamy um in my opinion because it is sex is sex right being a swinger you can just go and have sex with whomever you want to they're down you're down it is what it is and you can go home to your partner um being in an open relationship i mean you can be with your partner and then like date go on dates with whomever take whomever out on dates doesn't have to be serious doesn't have to end in sex but sometimes it does when you go home to your main partner the only actual like human connection that you're making is with your main partner right now when you want to make a commitment with your heart to not just your partner at home, but to another person, maybe one, two, or three other individuals. That's learning them inside out, them learning you, learning their families, you learning their families. Um, you getting close to their kids or they're getting close to your kids. You guys spending holidays together. You guys getting used to the day-to-day activities with each other. That is different. And a lot of people struggle with just monogamy, just dealing with one other person and their family and their strengths and weaknesses. Now imagine you being in a household where you have to nurture your relationship with this individual. And then you have to nurture a relationship with this other individual. And maybe a third individual. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot, okay? It is not easy to nurture multiple relationships with multiple people and making sure everyone feels heard, everyone feels loved, everyone feels understood, um, making sure that nobody you know, feels left out and in all the ways that actually matter, the non-sexual ways, the nuances of the day-to-day life. If you've ever been in a real committed relationship, you know what that's like to be running around and having to make sure that like you are taking your person on dates and that you are uh, remembering your person's milestones and um, celebrating them for their good things and you 
know, uh, trying to help them to grow and to be a better people for themselves and for you and your family and mix kids into the matter. And it's like, it's a lot. So like having to do that with more than one person is a lot. Um, and then being communicating openly because a lot of the times when you're just with one other person, you don't communicate as open as openly. It, it, it happens day in and day out, which is maddening. And one good thing about being poly is that because you're juggling not just you and one person, but you're juggling you and like maybe two or three other people, you have no choice but to be highly um, communicative. You have no choice because with three, four people in the mix, you cannot expect everyone to read your mind. You have to be able to open your mouth and be transparent about your feelings, about what you need, about, um, and then taking in what that person is being transparent with you about and having to meet everyone's needs while meeting your own. It's just a lot. Okay. It's just a lot. So, um, that's like in a nutshell, what, what non-monogamy world is like and how, how you can tell whether this is something that like you should even attempt to be a part of is there are a couple qualities that like you just can't you can't skip over you can't not have right so one of the qualities is um being a confident person within yourself there is no way that you can have a jealous streak there's no way that you can have lack of um of self-confidence or have self-doubt about who you are um there's there's no way that you can just not be a strong individual inside and be in the non-monogamy world because even if you're a swinger you have to be confident to know that even if somebody is putting it down on your person in the other room your person is still going to want to come home with you at the end of the day because they know what value you bring to your relationship um and that's huge so if you have a jealous streak if you're like a person that goes i'm just jealous that's who i am and this is not for you boo just keep it moving just go find another person that just wants to be monogamous and you guys just want to cling to each other and and, and stay in your in your bubble that's okay you know every relationship is cool whether it's monogamous or not but definitely don't try this if you're that kind of individual. Um, another thing that you definitely, like a quality that you definitely uh, want to have is um, having standards, which kind of goes into being self-confident. Um, because if you're a confident person, then you have standards, right? So making sure that you have standards is a big deal. Standards within yourself about what you will or will not do and entertaining your life um and then standards for another person so making sure that nobody can enter your atmosphere if they aren't of this level um and that's not to say you know that you're being bougie or whatever they like to call it i think having standards whether you're in a monogamous or a non-monogamous relationship is very important but especially if you're in a non-monogamous relationship because you don't have the luxury to like to just try something out with somebody and move on kind of thing um and at the end of the day you just you by yourself and you're okay you already have a primary relationship you want to add somebody else into this relationship there's a lot of feelings that are involved um okay so let me see if this makes sense so like 
let's just say for example myself and my husband uh he has a girl that he likes and she um you know they've been dating for a while whatever it is and now he wants to introduce me to her or whatever he knows for a fact that this person has to have a standard like be above a standard in order to be introduced to me to be involved into our life because if she is below a certain standard and i'm not talking about just looks obviously you need to keep yourself up right and be like hygienic but um i'm talking about with what she wants to do in her life does she want to build a family does she want to um does she have entrepreneurial goals did she uh does she have a trade does she have like what is it about her that's so special a quality a characteristic that she has in her in her within her personality if she's just like a i don't really care to do nothing i'm content with my life type of person which again nothing wrong with those kind of people because they find their person but that's not right for our family and if he introduces me to someone like that and we try to and we give her a shot or a chance the thing is is that like i you're involving he's involving not just um himself with someone of lower standard but also myself so like what if i end up liking her what if i think she's a cool person i want her as my sister wife or whatever it is um and then like it just doesn't end up working out in the long run with the family dynamic because our things just don't align um it's just not it's gonna break his heart it's gonna break my heart if you have kids it's gonna break the kid's heart for like someone to be involved and then to be separated like you're not breaking up with one person you're breaking up with like three or four people at the same time so it's it's a lot and that is why having standards and sticking to them from the beginning is very important especially in non-monogamy um yeah man so there are there's certain there's certain things that people i think don't think about um when it comes to this most of the time people don't even have sex when they're poly in the beginning that's such a monogamous thing to do like when people like each other they're like oh you know blah 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 they'll do the one night stands or they'll like you know i don't know they'll have a couple dates and then they'll like have sex on the third or fourth date and stuff or something like that and then if it doesn't work out it's like you know they separate or whatever but like we in the non-monogamy world and not just the non-monogamy world but specifically the poly world okay not the open relationship or the swinger world but the polyamorous world we do not have that luxury to just allow people in and to take a piece of our energy and our spirit by having sex just to try it out and then leave we need to know that opening up ourselves in that way it was worth it and for it to be worth it it takes time takes weeks sometimes months of dating it takes you getting introduced to not just the person that you know kept brought you in but then now we gotta see are you gonna be a good sister wife to me are you gonna be a good this to me or that to me are you a great stepmom are you a great this that and the third i mean it's just so much we need to know financially are we compatible spiritually are we compatible mentally emotionally are we compatible you have to check off the majority of these boxes before we're like, all right, I think, I think we can get sexual.
and that's how you know it's a real and true poly relationship it's about the heart it's not about the sex whereas the other ones are a lot looser it's almost and it's almost i don't want to say 100 percent, but 90 percent of the time with the other ones it's there's nothing about um heart really just about the little superficial things um and if that's what makes you guys happy then that's cool i started out being poly or i started out in the non-monogamy world i should say being in an open relationship then turned into an open marriage because we got married and then we realized that just the sex was just not enough for us me and, and my husband are just too involved spiritually in life and connected heart-wise that um, we started seeking deeper connections with people and then we realized being poly was better um, for our personalities and who we were and some people jump right into poly some people um, start out with open start out with swingers and move themselves up whatever it is it really doesn't matter um, but you just got to know what kind of person you are before you try to attempt to do certain things in life because if you jump into something before you are ready for it you're going to not like the entire world period like you're gonna just find think that the entire thing is messed up and the entire thing like I have a friend that kind of just went through a quote-unquote poly relationship but then when I broke it down to her I was like it's that's really like an open relationship that's that's kind of happening there it's not poly it's not real poly takes research it takes work it takes and it's like constant work oh my god it takes so much and I've been a part of this world for so long and did dibble dabbled myself in there for so long that I'm just like dude this is not the world for the week it is a lifestyle for people that are ready to make commitments energetically emotionally spiritually visibly all of the things um so I just wanted to kind of break that down for people um if you have more questions on the poly world definitely let me know i would appreciate it if wherever you listen to this you rate comment um pass it on to somebody that like maybe needs like a kind of crash course on poly 101 life um again this is like a very quick crash course this isn't anything that like is in depth at all and i can go in depth probably in other episodes if you would like but pass it on to somebody that might need to really understand in a nutshell what who they who they would have to be in order to attempt to do this correctly um and give this a fair shot where it makes sense and it's not just like a fad or or you know just doing something because somebody's trying to pressure you into it whatever it is um but yeah i appreciate it uh there will be more episodes coming up i my goal is to do this weekly so um yeah thanks and here's the thing until next time We'll talk to you later.